It's a new season coming to you. You've been tried in the fire, but you're coming out gold. Hallelujah. I'd love to invite everybody to join us tomorrow, Wednesday. All summer long, every Wednesday, we're doing a dry fast. Red Letter Ministries corporate body dry fast. If you can't participate, at least you can just maybe pray in tongues a little extra. Spend 15 minutes more in the Word. We understand that some people are busy, that they can't do it, or they got medical reasons and stuff like that. But you can spend a little more time in the Word, a little more time in tongues, maybe a little more time drinking the river. Hallelujah. God meets you where you are. People can't jump in oftentimes to eight hours a day in the Amplified Bible because <laughs> it's just too much. So God does allow you to tiptoe in the river. <laughs> That's written in Ezekiel 47. Ankle deep. It's in the Bible. And then when you're accustomed with the ankle deep glory, then you can go knee deep, waist deep, shoulder deep, and then join us, you know, in the third heaven, underwater. You came to a point in the river that no man could cross, Ezekiel 47. The only person that crosses when you die on the cross with him is Christ. That's what it means to be crucified with Christ, that you come to the level in the river that no human soul can cross. This is why many of you still struggle and have demons that you can't get rid of, spirits of infirmity spirits of poverty, religious spirits. Whatever demon of the seven mountains of animal flesh that bothers you, of the seven principalities that are in the world, of Satan and his angels, when you sacrifice your humanity and go to the level in the river that no human soul can cross, that's when that thing pops out of you. That's your breakthrough. Your breakthrough is drowning in the glory of God and living underwater all the days of your life. And there's an underwater world. It's the world of the angels that obey His Word. It's the world of prosperity. It's the world of healing. It's the world of freedom. It's the world of abundant life. It's the world of more than enough. It's the world of the overflow. It's called your promised land. Your promised land is bringing your soul underwater through the cross. Amen. Living in the glory. Many of you will walk on palm branches all the days of your life. Break it down. What does it mean? Jesus Christ rode in, into Jerusalem on palm branches. Solomon's temple had inlaid in gold inside the temple of the glory of God palm trees. The palms are the glory of God, the palms of paradise of the third heaven. Types and shadows in Solomon's temple, realities in Christ, the new covenant in you. Amen. And it does mean that you will have palms around you. You will live in paradise on earth. Your days of suffering are coming to an end. Amen. The times of being tormented by the devil are coming to an end. The times of refreshment have come, as it's written in Ezekiel. I will send down showers in season. There shall be showers of blessings, says the Lord. Amen. 
where the distractions of the natural realm no longer steal from the paradise palms in the glory realm of Christ inside your spirit, burning through your brains with the olive branch of the Holy Ghost. We found land. We've been in the water, we've been floating around in the water in the ark of the glory. For decades we've been in the glory. We've been going from glory to glory for decades. This floating around in the ark of the glory, is there anywhere this ark can land? Now this ain't the old covenant, this is the new covenant. Where can the glory of God land? Only the place that's been washed in the crystal clear living waters. You want it to land on your soul? You want it to land in your heart? You want it to land in your life? Land in your house like Obed-Edom? You want it to land on you? The ark of the glory has to land on that which has been washed by the rivers of life that sparkle with crystal clear glory. It's crystal fire. The intensification of the fire of God is for the glory to land in cities. (laughs) It's landing in Minneapolis. It's landing all over. Do not listen to the negative report. I know it's going to land in Baltimore. Baltimore? Hell on earth? It's like a third world nation in Baltimore. You watch. It's set up. Hallelujah. These people are so humble in Baltimore right now. The glory of God. The places that are the worst in society, the worst in America, will just ignite like wildfire. Hallelujah. We're going to have to boost this one in Baltimore. Amen. Jesus. A time of refreshment has come from God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Times of never-ending revival. That you're going to have the knowledge of the glory that covers the earth as the waters cover the sea. That you understand the workings of the Holy Spirit of glory. That you understand what God's been doing in the secret place when your brain had a demon of doubt and a demon of unbelief when your brain would not comprehend the things of the Spirit and insisted on staying locked in the natural dimension, God has been gracious to you anyhow, even though you've been locked in the natural realm, in the realm of the curse of the fall, God has still been working behind the scenes for you. That's what grace is. Grace works in your spirit while your brain is still so carnal that you don't want anything that's going on in the Spirit. You don't understand any of it. But He's still working for you. It's true. I've watched it thousands of times. We don't deserve anything. All of us deserve to live in Baltimore. (laughs) You know? All of us deserve to live in Gehenna, in a rat-infested garbage dump. We do, because we're sinners. And we're saved by grace. But grace is so super abundant in Christ's blood sacrifice for our sins that God's going to give us palm trees. God's going to give us paradise. God's going to turn the hell holes in society into palm branch paradises. He'll, he'll do it in a second. He'll do it instantly. We don't understand the glory of God. But we're about to. We're about to see the glory society-wide. Amen. You're about to see what God's been doing the entire time behind the scenes. You're about to understand the scriptures. <laughs> You're about to understand the power of our Heavenly Father, the Father of glory. How do we get to know the Father of glory? By the thunder. Pray for thunder. What we need in society is the thunder of God. The thunder of God is the powerful prophetic voice, the voice of the river. Amen? 
the spirit and the power of Elijah is the thunder of God. We need the powerful prophetic voice that's crystal clear and sparkling with no guile, no hidden agenda, no care of self, no care of building ministry, no care of building systems, no care of building buildings made by human hands, no cares, no concerns, nothing. It's guile, no guile. We only care about what our Father is doing. We only care about the Father's will be done on earth as it is in heaven. We don't care about any institutionalized religion. We don't care about anything that's been done before us or Joel's army. We just care about what the new wine's doing. We just care about what the Holy Spirit of God wants to do. And all we do is we come and we bring the animal sacrifice of the burnt offering of our brain cells every day, day after day. A burnt offering, the animal sacrifice, the mark of the beast in the foreheads. We bring our foreheads and we bring them to the altar of Revelation 8.3 and we burn them in holy fire. The Holy Spirit is the fire that consumes the sacrifice. Your body is the sacrifice. That's what the Bible teaches, that your flesh and blood is the living sacrifice. Nobody can serve the Holy Spirit. Nobody can serve the kingdom of heaven unless they bring the sacrifice of their flesh and blood to Jerusalem and burn it in the Holy Spirit. And all it will do, it'll heal every sickness and every disease. It'll set every captive free from addiction, pornography, drugs and alcohol. Everything wrong in the world is fixed when you bring the flesh and blood animal sacrifice. The homo sapiens sapiens sacrifice. The mammal sacrifice. Yeah. Sacrifice your Darwinism. I know you're not animals and that you did not evolve from monkeys. I know that. But the issue is, if we don't live in the Spirit, we act like monkeys. Like the days of Noah. It's all the animals walking around doing all this animal stuff, living out of animal flesh called the brain, instead of living out of the power of the Spirit of God and the Holy Scriptures in our spirit. Find ten Christians on planet Earth that live like angels and not animals. Amen? You'll find ten million in ten months. Glory to God. In this revival, as it was in the days of Noah, it's the acceleration of the transfiguration of the brain by metamorphosis of the glory of God to walk in the angelic potential of human spirit life. Your spirit is regenerated, translated out of darkness into glory light and your spirit has the potential possibility to walk, talk, act exactly like God the Father in every way. That's the image bearing of God the Father, your spirit. And God the Father is spirit. And those who worship God the Father must be in their spirit and not the flesh. You cannot be in your skull and worship God. That's as fake, phony, and hypocritical as it gets. Those people will be burnt up with unquenchable fire of love and grace. Amen. We didn't know any better. Now you do. So you're going to get burnt up with unquenchable fire through your skulls with love and with grace. And you can just rest in the fire. The Word of God is the sword of the Spirit to crucify your soul with Christ. Crucify your spirit with Christ. The Word of God is your best friend, the flashing sword of the Genesis Garden. Amen. You have the flashing sword of the Genesis Garden with you right now. It's called the Bible. The Bible is the flashing sword. Remember, for about 5,500 years, 
nobody on planet Earth had a Bible. We had little scrolls here and there. We had a compilation of scrolls. But only about 1550, in the invention of the printing press, did anybody actually have a Bible. And for about 300 years, only the rich had Bibles. Only the upper class. You had to be super rich. There were like $100,000. It's true. It's only really in the last 100 years of 6,000 years of human history that people actually had Bibles. You have the Bible. You have the flashing sword of the Genesis Garden. And the amount you believe it is the amount you're free right now. The issue is faith. Well, I can't believe I could read that book for 10 hours a day for a thousand years and not believe anything. That's what the demons are like. That's what the fallen angels are like. Every demon knows that the Bible's true. And they could read it, memorize it, and it would do them no good whatsoever because it's only for the redeemable human race. It's only for us. It's a love letter from God our Creator to human beings. The Bible is only for human beings. Only. Amen. And the angels do obey His word. Where? When it comes through a human being that believes the Bible and puts the Bible in their spirit, then the angels love working with you. Hebrews says they are the ministering spirits sent to help those who are inheriting salvation. Salvation is an inheritance of an ever-increasing glory of your mind believing and obeying the Spirit Word. Give me an example of the Spirit Word. Acts chapter 9. You got a fireball coming out of God the Father's mouth and striking the dead letter of the Pharisee Saul of Tarsus. The fireball is Jesus Christ, the Word of God. The Father spoke a word. Jesus Christ flew down and met Solitarsus on the road to Damascus from religion. Amen? And he turned the dead letter into a living word. took him 17 years to get all the religion out of his spirit. And then many more decades to really get refined in his soul. It's true. He says the refiner's fire was continuously upon him. He's writing scripture in Romans 7 and confessing that he's still in sin. How crazy is that? So how can an apostle not be perfect, yet be writing perfect scripture? It's called grace. Because there's a full channel of the river out of our belly and through our burnt mind in the glorified mind that's perfect. That doesn't mean every area of Apostle Paul is perfect. If he's perfect, there's no chance in hell they could have cut his head off. Zero chance. You cannot cut off someone's head who's perfect. He was beheaded, amen, by Nero Caesar. So we're going further than Paul. And Paul wants us to. He's not offended. He's not a little infant in Christ at strife saying, Oh, you can't be better than me. He wants you to be better than him. Fathers want their children to do greater works. Jesus Christ, I go to the Father so you can do greater works. John 14, 12. Amen. Why? Because all it does is expand the glory. It expands the kingdom. It expands the goodness of the Father. It expands the palm covering of paradise of the glory of God. You could call these palm trees of paradise the words of His glory, the words of grace. They will be a covering and a shelter over all flesh. Infants in Christ will grow up in demon-free zones. Imagine that. That's coming quickly. That's coming with the floods. 
what these people have gone through after they're born again, no one will ever go through after our generation's done licking up this world with the fire of God. I have watched the continuous torture and torment of God's people every day in Babylon the Great with demon after demon killing, stealing, destroying, witchcraft spell, confusion beyond imagination, mental illness beyond comprehension, the madness of Satan being poured upon every person's soul in the world and people going nuts in the fallen angels. That is all being washed away in the river of life today. Amen. We're going to have crystal clear mental clarity. Your brain is a diamond. Ezekiel chapter 3. I have made your forehead as a diamond, Ezekiel, to stand up against these rebellious angels. Amen. That's exactly what you need the mind of Christ for. To stand in the glory of God against every rebellious angel that opposes the Word of God. Amen. And it's the Word of God that comes out of your head that puts on the helmet of salvation. Yes, it's first in your spirit. And out of your spirit, it grows up. A sower sows seed where? In the garden of the heart, in the soil of the heart, in the spirit of your heart. And it grows up bearing 30, 60, and 100 fold through the brain. That's how you get your brain renewed. Transfigured by the renewing of your mind, washed in the water of the word. And the water of His glory comes through the Word planted in the soil of your spirit. Which means, unless you're in the Bible, the flashing sword of the Genesis Garden, there's no chance you could ever mature in anything in Christ. Christ is the Word of God. Amen. And it will increase your appetite for the Bible because that's what increases your glory. He's the glorified Word. Everybody wants to be a mature Christian. Very few people eat the Word. And how much do you eat the Word? The more you eat the Word, the more you grow. The more you glow. And what it does, the Word removes every other word in your spirit and crystallizes you. In fire, it glorifies you. The Word transfigures you. And the reason why it hasn't worked with people before because they just put it in their brain like information. But when it's revelatory, when it's mixed with all the spirit of grace, when it's mixed with all the blood sacrifice of the glory of the Lamb in the midst of the throne, then it becomes explosive dunamis power. It becomes dynamite. It becomes nuclear. It becomes atomic, like a second Adam's bomb, B-A-L-M, of the first Adam's fall. Amen. There's a sevenfold radioactive word ready to explode out of your spirit and raise your mind from the dead. Revelation, the Word mixed with the Spirit, shoots fireballs up into your brain, and your mind goes higher in elevation. Jesus Christ spoke of elevations of cities, spiritual elevations. He said Sodom and Gomorrah were a very low elevation. Lust is a very low elevation of a spirit. And then He says, well, heavenly Jerusalem is the highest elevation. Capernaum, will you be lifted up into the heavens? No, you go down into Sodom and Gomorrah. So there's an elevation of the mind, the soul life, and the quality of the mental life of the city according to the spiritual climate in the city. And we as Christians are the ambassadors of the kingdom of heaven that create the atmosphere of everything that has breath to praise the Lord. Psalms 149. Amen. And unless we know who we are in Christ, big G's, 
Because if there's a little God in you, he can drive it out as a demon. Unless you have the divine confidence of the Godhead and you understand you're made full of the Trinity. Yeah, of course, it's all Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And you're joined to the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Just like Jesus, firstborn amongst many. If you don't understand the power of the Godhead in your spirit, you'll forfeit it to the fallen angels and you'll just be a fake hypocrite Christian working out of the carnal mind all the days of your life, powerless, neutered, castrated, just a, a wannabe, a fake, and a phony. But as soon as you begin to sacrifice your spirit and all the religion in your brain, you begin to experience the power and the might of His glory that raises the dead. Philippians 3.11, that we have become as the living amongst the dead, and by the word of His grace, He's able to build up our spirit and resurrect our spirit out from among the dead, even while in the body. While in the body, there's an internal elevation, a spirit and soul elevation, but your body is still on earth. That's how it works in the earth, in the universe, degrees. You know about the degrees of witchcraft, now about the degrees of glory. 2 Corinthians 3.18, we go from one degree of glory, in one translation it says one dimension of glory, to a greater dimension of glory. It's a realm of glory that your mind knows nothing about until your spirit burns in the brightness of the Word of God. That's what lifts your soul up to have the inheritance of the greater glory. And you continuously go from glory to glory. None of us have arrived into anything. Your inheritance is much higher. I'm telling you, and you'll have stuff getting added unto you all the time, and the demon come around and say, that's your inheritance. Now settle for that. Settle for complacent satisfaction. No, we're, we're continue to grow. We continue to glow. We continue to flow. We continue to go from glory to glory in our spirit, soul, mind, and strength until the whole universe is glorified. Amen? Every brain washed crystal clear and sparkling. For our inheritance is what? Ask, and I will give you the nations as your inheritance, says the Lord. Ask, and I So you want an inheritance that's crystal clear and sparkling with new life. Every day, new life. Only lovers can give sinners new life. Otherwise, they'll put do's and don'ts on their heads, say, you don't deserve new life today. You drank a beer last night and watched a rated R movie. No oil for you. You're going to have a dry day because that's what you deserve. What? I don't think so, demon. Grace! And you get fresh oil and you realize, wow, the goodness of God leads us to higher places of repenthousing, returning to the penthouse, the high house, the house of God on top of Mount Zion the city of heavenly Jerusalem. It's the goodness of God that leads us from glory to glory. And we screw up, we test God all the time. Are you going to love me unconditionally like the Bible says? We test Him every day. That's what children do. They test their parents. What can I get away with? And we've gotten away with so much. <laughs> and He still loves us exactly the same we first received Him. And we just fall in love. And like, if you can love me through all of that rebellion and all that doubt and unbelief and all that serving of demons and all the crazy stuff, wow, 
I give you everything. You are God. You are my Father in heaven, the Father of my spirit. You have loved me unconditionally. You have given me the spirit of grace and the word of grace and the blood of grace without measure so I can overcome every demon and obstacle in the natural dimension working mightily in my spirit. You have built me up into the high place so I can live in the palm branches of paradise in the canopy of your glory all the days of my life on earth. And our children and our children's children will never know of spiritual warfare because this generation has got to know the fullness of the goodness of God the Father in Jesus' name. Donate to Red Letter Ministries. RedLetterMin.com. We'll see you tomorrow. Amen.